today on CityCast Salt Lake. Did you know that Utah is often called the fraud capital of the United States? Of course you do. Here in Utah, we do fraud and Ponzi schemes and influencing all very well. But the implications across our communities are enormous. Meg Walter joins me to talk about a scam story that broke over the weekend. No, not Jen Shaw, Mary Cosby, or Lula Rowe, or Russ Rare Coin, but the Magnolia Network show Homework. And sure, we can laugh our way through the absurdities, but at the end of the day, it's not funny. It's Tuesday, January 11th, 2022. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. All right, Meg, welcome to CityCast Salt Lake. You and I are here because once again, Utah is in the news. This time for doing what it's starting to feel like we do best, which is fraud. Sure. Yeah. Hey, happy to be back. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to ask you to give sort of the quick and dirty on the, the story here, which is basically that there is a local influencer couple that... Um, was supposed to have a show launching with the Magnolia Network called Homework, which is basically like a DIY home renovation show. And then recently we've got some news and things have gone kind of horribly awry. This influencer couple, Can- Candace and Andy, for some reason I keep calling them um, Candy and Andis, but... <laughs> same, total same. Uh, Candace and Andy, they, uh, they had this brand called Old Home Love and they started to gain some traction on... Instagram. Uh, And for about a decade, they've been doing home renovations, quote unquote, and documenting that process on Instagram. And they were approached by the Magnolia Network to do a show called Homework, wherein they would renovate their own old home that they had purchased, as well as 13 other old homes owned by various people throughout Utah. At the same time, these homeowners who had terrible experiences working with Candace and Andy revealed their stories to varying degrees of horror. Uh, most of them were promised things that never happened. Their homes were changed to not be up to code. Um, all of these stories started to come out this week on Instagram. Uh, I wrote a piece for for the Beehive and in so doing, I reached out to Magnolia Network and they told me that they were in fact pulling the show from the network, um, which was, I think was a surprise to everyone that they had made a decision that quickly. I gave Candace and Andy an opportunity to respond to the story. What they said was that they were looking forward to telling their side and the next day they posted on Instagram that they <laughs> they didn't believe what was being said about them was fair, to sum it up the best I can. So that's where things stand currently. The quick and dirty was a little bit long, but still dirty. I mean, I'm looking at Andy and Candace's notes app apology, and it is – I'll just read the first, like, three sentences. We've seen stories – the stories that have been circulating. And although we cannot speak for anyone but ourselves, we can say that we have always tried to give everything we have to make anyone we work with happy. We will never take away their truth or how they're feeling. This is a notes app apology if I've ever seen a notes app apology and that it says very little. Um, and I, I do feel like if you have a side of the story now would be the time to tell it. What's interesting there is that we've tried. When it comes to people's tens of thousands of dollars and their 
lives and their homes we tried isn't good enough, right? I mean, how many jobs have I not been as qualified for as I would like to have been? Quite a few. You know, how many times have I tried and failed? Quite a few. But I've never done it for a decade over and over and cost people irreparable damage like they have, you know? And I think that's where the fraud comes in here. I think that it started out as incompetence. I think that they were getting a lot of attention because they are great designers and they have a beautiful aesthetic um, and they bit off more than they can chew, thinking that they were capable of home renovations. And to have a few projects really not go well and continue to agree to do projects knowing that they didn't have the skills to pull them off. In my opinion, that's fraud. I guess the biggest question I have is like twofold. One is, is Magnolia Network culpable here? Because it seems like in vetting this couple, quote unquote, and giving them the Magnolia brand to turn around and sell to the community, like specifically in one of the stories that was on the Beehive, um, the woman who had was like had incurred all this debt working with them said she had been told by Candace that quote unquote, Joanna Gaines was specifically interested in her house. And so it's like, if you're going to turn your brand over to these people and let them leverage it in the community, like how culpable is Magnolia? So legally, they're not as far as I understand it, because Candace and Andy are a production company. And the way these TV networks work is they buy programs from the production company. So legally, I don't think their hands are dirty here. When we're talking about public opinion, I think it's an incredibly different story. And when we're talking about Magnolia's reputation, I think that their hands are absolutely dirty because they were made aware of these issues that were happening during filming and chose not to intervene and still chose to put the program on their network. So can someone sue Magnolia Network for that choice? I don't think so. Can someone draw attention to the fact that Chip and Joanne knew this was happening and did nothing about it? I think that's completely fair. Yeah. Well, and what's interesting to me about this story is that this, I believe, is what happens when the completely unregulated platform of Instagram allows people to build a brand or like people have discussed this in the context of like the personal brand empire. And the rubber does not often meet the road this hard, but like their Instagram is full of beautiful photos. They are vetted now or have been by the Magnolia Network. I, as a consumer, am looking at both of those products and saying in my head, looks good, looks sound, let's roll with it. Like they're creating beautiful things. You know, we should all look at Instagram with a level of skepticism, right? Because we're aware that people's Instagram presence is not their real life. But to have had Magnolia sign off on it lent it credibility that they would not have had otherwise. And again, I think that is where Magnolia is culpable here because they're putting their name on Candace and Andy's work makes them liable for some of the damage that has been done, again, in my opinion. I'm trying to figure out if this is a Utah story or if this is a story that happened in Utah. And the reason I think this is kind of a Utah story is because Utah is like the six degrees of Instagram separation. Like if you live in Salt Lake County, you know, an influencer like you just do, whether that's like mommy blogging or like the sort of Candace and Andy, like beautiful aesthetic sphere, or it's like some incredible skier, like you just, you know, one. 
Why is Utah such fertile ground for this kind of influencer mania? I mean, (laughs) that is such a a packed, loaded question. I mean, we, we do, we all know each other. And so I think that the church aspect is a big part of it. We get connected with a lot of different people that way. And we start to get followers through those connections. And then for some of us, that following, if we curate uh, the right aesthetic, it becomes influencing. So there's there's a foundation that I think other people in other places might not have where we start out with a bigger community than others might not. And if if people want to and they're smart about it, they can turn that into a brand. I think that's part of it. I also think we're, for whatever reason, a very aesthetic culture. We are gravitated to pretty things and pretty people. And I'm sure there's some deeper meaning to that. I just don't know what it is. My Instagram feed is full of couples that have built a a personal brand empire off of like DIY work. And I hope we can learn something from this. Like, I hope that all of these painful stories that are being told can inform some sort of policy or regulation. I don't know how you would. Well, I guess this is like I mean, this is like the question in this country right now is like, how do you regulate Instagram? Right. But like on a local level, how do we keep our neighbors from getting scammed on Instagram. Like it's, it's heartbreaking. A lot of the themes in these Candace and Andy stories, one common theme was that people just wanted to be done. They didn't want to take legal action. They didn't want to pursue anything other than please just finish my house so I can move on with my life. But I think that the system can wear you down and you just get so exhausted. You get to a point where you don't want to do anything about it. So I think that these people who are speaking out, I mean, they've all said how hard it was and how much they didn't want to do it and how much they just wanted to move on, but how important they felt it was to bring awareness to this issue because it's happening a lot. And I think part of why it's happening a lot is because we're running out of housing. If you want to live in Salt Lake City, you're going to have to buy an old house. And guess what? Eventually, you're going to have to renovate that house. So we need to become more fluent in this contractor language and what's code and what it means to pull permits and who you should hire to do this work, because eventually we're all going to need it. So I I mean, kudos to those people who are speaking out because that is not easy. Very relevant to that, I think, are the screenshots of conversations between them and their clients of the sort of like just Candace, like, hey, girl, her way through breaking all of this terrible news to her clients. And it's that's very upsetting because I think like relevant to the like personal brand empire sort of like Utah fraud stuff is the like if someone sends you a text and they are someone you're working with professionally and they begin it with, hey, girl, like you should run in the opposite direction. She knows what she's doing, right? Like, how do you disarm an angry person? You hey, girl, them. Um, and it's just it's unacceptable and it's manipulative. And um, OK, I am going to get a little bit into the culture stuff. But I think that so many women in our state are just taught to be kind and nice, you know, at, at all costs. And I do think those are great virtues and one should be kind and one should be nice, but one should also uh, be taught and have the ability to stick up for themselves when necessary. Um, and I think that these 
scenarios that we've seen played out on Instagram are proof that we need to do better in empowering the women in our state to speak up for themselves sooner, <laughs> you know, before, before tens of thousands of dollars have been stolen from them. And I'm, I'm really glad that this is happening. My heart breaks that it had to happen to these people before we started talking about it. Well, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like we're anyway. in a dark place now. Anyway, how do we end on a light note? So Aaron, who did the old home scoop, who did Instagram, he ended his, he did a live and he was telling these stories, one of which was that they plumbed an entire house through the back hose spigot, which I just can't get over. Uh, oh my, okay. My boyfriend's a plumber and like, even I know, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm a dum-dum and I know that <laughs> you go to the city line, you know? Yeah. But he did leave a few tips at the end. And I, I, if I may, I would like to share a couple of them because I thought they were insightful. Um, he said, if it seems too good to be true, it is. If they are giving you a quote that feels low, it's too low. And it's going to cost you way more than they're telling you. If they're available, if a contractor is available right now, that's probably a bad sign. Everyone is so booked out right now. Anyone who does good work, you should be planning a year in advance for your renovations. Start making plans and start calling the correct contractors now. And then just be on top of them. Make sure there's a contract. Make sure that they're pulling permits. If they tell you not to worry about it, make sure that they are pulling permits. Just, you know, I just thought those were really helpful pieces of information that would have benefited me five years ago and I think will benefit a lot of people in the future. So I, I hope that it's wisdom that can be shared. And I hope that that's a little bit of a positive note for us to end on. It is. And that is incredibly sage. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And I think that we could all do well from heeding that warning. And also just like if it's if it razzle dazzles. Get a second opinion. <laughs> Get a sec ask around. What's amazing about this, since it, this story has been uncovered, is how many people have come forward to say, oh my gosh, I had the worst experience with those people. You know, just make a couple calls. Check Google. Um, it, it, you won't be sorry. Don't hire someone based on how many followers they have. Please. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> as tempting as it may be. As tempting. Meg, thank you so much for being here. Um, I will. I think we'll continue to see how this all plays out, but um, thanks for chatting through it with me because it's been really resting on my heart over the weekend. Bummer subject. Great to talk with you. A little news before we go. Salt Lake County has issued an indoor mask mandate, which is in effect until 5 p.m. on Monday, February 7th. Our county council meets Tuesday night, and though they could overturn it, it's looking like they won't. Governor Cox has already stepped in and issued an exemption to the mandate in state-run facilities within Salt Lake County. What does that mean? Well, for one, it means that when members of the Utah legislature return to the Capitol in just a few weeks, the mandate won't technically be enforced for them. For those of us masking up, Dr. Angela Dunn specifically recommends wearing an N95 or KN95, which are more effective than cloth masks. And if you don't currently have access to one, you can pick one up for free at any Salt Lake County Senior Center or library branch. And if you want to get a booster, there's tons of places you can get that done. I got mine at Harmon's. 
That's all for us today on CityCast Salt Lake. We'll be back Thursday morning with more news from around the city. Bye. The whole HGTV uh, ethos of load-bearing wall what? Just knock it down and put in some flamingo wallpaper. Like, let's roll with it. Like, that is so easy.